Hi there, I'm Howard, and I want to welcome you to the March 2021 episode of our Off the Shelf podcast. Off the Shelf is a podcast of the top 10 authors circulating at the Susquehanna County Free Library. Today, we are looking at the month of February 2021. February is always a short month, but the numbers were actually pretty impressive. As your host, we're going to take a quick review of what the library circulation files indicate that the patrons of the Susquehanna County Free Library were reading in February at our locations in Montrose, Susquehanna, Forest City, and the Great Bend Halstead branch, and anything that was checked out via our ebook service online. This list looks at both fiction and nonfiction, the entire library book collection. So, if you're wondering what our patrons were pulling off the shelf last month, grab a pad of paper, something to write with, and you may want to make a few notes for your next visit to the library, either in person or online. This podcast is a great way to discover a current author that is well-read in our community or someone that might be new to the literary world that is making a mark in our community. Here's a little bit of information I'll share with you in case you're new to this podcast. Did you know that our library system has over 100,000 books on the shelves at our four locations? We get over 4,000 new books arriving each year. A new book is defined in our library as books that arrive within the last 12 months and are located in each of our library locations in a special new book section. This podcast was suggested by our patrons as a way to communicate what's coming off the shelf for checkout by the over 20,000 library card carrying patrons of this county. Susquehanna County has a little more than 43,000 residents. So that means that almost half the people that live in this county have a library card. The figures that we capture each month to generate this podcast include electronic versions of the books, both in the form of ebooks. Those are the ones that you download to your computer, your phone, your Amazon Kindle, or whatever other electronic device that you may be using. It also includes downloads of audiobooks for those times that you don't feel like or physically can't turn a page. Like if you're driving your car or out taking a walk or maybe sitting in a chair at home knitting for the afternoon. The nice thing about checking out items in ebook format is that when the due date comes up, if you have not been proactive in renewing the title, they just disappear from your library, from your device. You don't have to worry about any light library fines. There are currently over 14,000 book titles that are now available with over 60,000 checkouts available for ebooks. Some books only have a single copy to check out, so, but the popular ones have multiple copies. 
if a title isn't available when you go looking for it, you can put a hold on it and you'll get a notification when it's available for you to download to your device. If you need any help in setting up ebooks or audiobooks, be sure to ask any of our front desk people or check our website. You can also give us a, a call over the phone and we might be able to walk you through it over the phone or better yet, bring your device with you and we'll help you set it up right here at the library. Okay, let's take a peek at what our patrons were pulling off the shelf for the month of February 2021. This list reflects again the top 10 authors that have been checked out. It doesn't mean that it's a new book that was checked out. In fact, most of the items that are checked out are not considered new. I will mention in our discussion when an author has a new book that is in the top 10 list also. Remember, we start from the bottom of the list to the top 10 and slowly work our way up to the most checked out author. Every month I challenge you before we start, you may want to take a guess at who the number one author will be when we get to the end of this list. Or if you're a regular reader, pick three authors that you may think have been in the top 10 based on your reading, or maybe you've got friends or someone else that you've heard a discussion or been involved in a discussion about what they're reading. And then you can find out if these authors are included in the list this month. Hey, one more thing before we take a look at the list. Do you know about the coming soon list? You can see it on our website and a copy is posted at the front desk of each of our four locations. This is a list of authors and titles and the projected release dates. You can look at this list and then you can either call your local branch or go to the desk and ask to be placed on the wish list for that particular title. The wish list is like putting a hold on a book that we actually have in our collection. Once that book comes in and gets processed and is placed into circulation, we go to that wish list and start notifying them that the book is available. Since you can see the coming soon list online, we're checking into creating a way that you'll just be able to click on a link on our website and add your name to the wish list for the title you would like. So you won't even have to call or stop in anymore if it's two in the morning and you're up checking the library website wondering, I wonder what new books are coming. You can just take care of it yourself. For the month of February 2021, our library system had 5,391 items checked out at the four branches. That's a little bit more than 2% from our January checkouts and we hope that with the time change coming in March and much better weather, knock on wood, we hope better weather, that we will find a bit more time to read at the end of a very busy day. So be sure to always have a next book whenever you line up your reading materials. So let's get started on the list for the month of February. Sitting at 10th place is author Fern Michaels with 35 checkouts. Fern has slipped off our list the last couple of months 
So it's nice to see a familiar face returning. And I think we're going to continue to see her in the next few months since she has three titles scheduled to be coming out. In the month of March, No Way Out is scheduled for release. Another book called Hidden is scheduled in May. And finally, 19 Yellow Moon Road in August. If you haven't checked out her website, I strongly recommend it. She has a contest each month that she talks about the books and what's coming out and kind of what's going on in her life, but she also randomly awards a signed copy of one of her newer titles. I noticed that she threw out a teaser this month that in the fall, she will be introducing a brand new series of books. Fran's going to be 88 in April, so she's still got a lot of ink in the pen to write a lot more great titles, and it's going to be exciting to see what her new series is. Another name that dropped off our list, but is back with 39 checkouts in ninth place now this month, is David Balducci. In addition to what David writes for the adult audiences, he's published seven titles for younger readers. So, if you're looking for a title for your children or your grandchildren, you might want to come into the library or go online and preview one of these titles. His next adult title, A Gambling Man, is due out next month in April. If you liked his book, One Good Deed, be sure to follow up with this book next month. Connect with us to get on the wish list so that you'll be one of the first to read it. Being grabbed off the shelf in eighth place is J.D. Robb, who last month was in seventh place. She is currently scheduled to release her next book in September titled Forgotten in Death, an Eve Dallas novel. If you're not up to speed on the Eve Dallas titles, you have a few months to check them out before the new ones hit the shelves. In seventh place for February is Nora Roberts with 42 checkouts. Nora has a new title scheduled in May titled Legacy. Nora is another author that has a wonderful website that you can subscribe to and get updates each month on what she has coming out. I just started last night reading the sixth place author for the first time. Danielle Steele had 44 checkouts and I know we have several people on the hold list for her newest title, Neighbors. As I said, I just started to read it the other night. It's a suspense mystery title and I was hooked after the first chapter. I'd always heard that she wrote romance books. So when I read the review, I thought, hey, this is mystery? Suspense? That's right up my alley. So I grabbed the book, got on the hold list, but after a couple of people read it, I got my chance. And I picked up the book about 10.30 or 11 p.m. and I got through the first chapter. And as much as I wanted to continue to read it, I figured, well, I gotta go to work in the morning. So I'm gonna have to continue reading it once I get home tonight and through this weekend. The first chapter was an excellent job by the author in setting up who I think the primary characters are for this story 
And chapter two is supposed to be bringing out the secondary cast, I'm sure. I'll let you know more next month, but if you like Miss Deal and have not checked it out, you need to get on the hold list for this book. Again, it's entitled Neighbors, and you can do that by either going online or giving us a call because you're not going to see it sitting on the shelf, I can tell you, because of the popularity of that particular title. Danielle also has four more titles coming out in the next five months. The Affair in March, Finding Ashley in April, Nine Lives in July, and Complications in August. Hey, did you hear in the news today that it was announced that six of the Dr. Seuss titles would no longer be published because they are considered racist and insensitive. Well, returning to our list in fifth place for the second time is Dr. Seuss with 48 checkouts. It's always a pleasure to see a children's author make our list, especially two months in a row, and moving up from eighth place to fifth place. Did you know that he wrote over 60 books? And yes, a little trivia here. His real name was Theodore Seuss, went by the nickname Ted Geisel. So it'll be interesting to see what the controversy and how this goes on about removing those books from the library. I just see on the front page of the paper today that one of the local library systems says they may not be publishing it, but we're going to keep it on our shelves. Parking in at third place is Debbie McComber, who is in sixth place last month. Debbie has her new title, It's Better This Way, expected out in July. Maybe those readers that check out some of her holiday theme books in November, December have continued to follow her in February. I wonder where she's going to be on the list next month. With only two slots left in our list, who do you think is sitting at number two? If you remember last month who was sitting in third place, she's moved up from third to second with 56 checkouts, and that's Janet Ivanovich. Last month she had 55, so she picked up one more reader in February. Janet also has two titles due out in June, The Bounty, Volume 7, and The Recovery Agent. Now for our top spot. Who do you think had titles pulled off the shelf more than anyone else? In fact, he had almost three times the number of checkouts from the number two slotted author. Yes, continuing in first place, since we started this podcast in October of last year, with 147 checkouts, is James Patterson. Last month, James had 90 checkouts. So at this number, out of 147, that's a pretty good increase. He's got five other books due out in August. 21st Birthday, The Red Book, The President's Daughter, The Shadow, The Noise. With all these titles in the queue, no wonder he stays in our top position in this county as our most read author. So now we know he's still in first place. We'll see what happens next month. 
Just a couple of reminders. St. Patrick's Day is just around the corner, and we have some great books in the library that you might enjoy. I just pulled a new book that we have from Rodney Doyle titled Love Off the Shelf. We also have a pretty good selection of Irish authors, books about leprechauns, and books that take place in Ireland. You can just stop at the front desk and ask for some great suggestions, and they might end up on our list next month. A couple other reminders. Have you checked out our joint venture gardening podcast? The weather is beautiful today as I look out the window. The sun is out. The snow is melting. I'm going to be planting some indoor plantings this week. So gardening season is coming up upon us. We've got another great sister podcast called Digging for Answers. And it has local guests like the Pennsylvania State Extension Master Gardeners of Susquehanna County and local garden groups and some other very interesting gardening related speakers. You can download it at the library website and subscribe to hear the answers to questions that are left on the Master Gardening Hotline. And if you don't know what that is, give us a yell or listen to the podcast. You can actually call or email in to the county Penn State Extension Master Gardener Hotline and leave your question. A master gardener will research that and get back to you. And then some of those we pull into the podcast to share with everyone. Remember that our coming soon list that is on our website and available at the front desk shows the books that are to be received in the next few months. If there is a book that you would like, perhaps one of the authors that you just heard about that you want to check out, you can request it by phone or in person at the front desk to be added to the wish list for that title. And for now, that's how you do it, but we hope to have you be able to do that yourself electronically in the near future. We really hope that you enjoy this podcast and it gives you some ideas of what people are reading in this county and what you may have some interest in. But we would also really like to get some feedback on how we're doing. And how does that work? Well, we want to make sure that this podcast is addressing what you want. And we can always tweak the format a little bit or add something else. And you can contact us in several ways. You can send an email to me, howard.burkett at susquehannacountylibrary.com or drop in a line to the good old postal system, go to our website and leave a contact, or just stop in the library and check and see if either I'm around or somebody else and leave a comment about the podcast. Till next month, this is Howard, and I'll be watching what comes off the library shelves and reporting back to you with another episode of Off the Shelf. Enjoy the month of March, watch for that leprechaun and that pot of gold, and we'll see you again in April. Hi, this is Howard again, and before we go, you may remember that uh, several months ago we did a podcast on book reviews because we had a request from our listeners, our patrons here at the library to say, hey, wouldn't it be great if we had the staff and the community submit book reviews? So we set that up, and you can go online at our website and click on the review. There's a Susquehanna Free Library book review form on the website, 
and you can fill it out at your leisure and hit submit. And give us some contact information so I can get a hold of you because I'll either read the review or what we'd really like to do is get you on the air here with us. And this month we have a book review and the title of the book is Hillbilly Elegy. And it, uh, Deborah submitted the review. It's an excellent review. So take a few moments here at the end to listen to this. And you may want to check out the movie or the book. And with no further wait, here we go and enjoy this book review. And we hope to see a book review from you in the future. And maybe we can get you on the air in Off the Shelf here at the library. Thanks. In Hillbilly Elegy, the protagonist, J.D. Vance, began his life in Appalachian, Kentucky, and as a child moved with his family to Ohio for a better life. Though they were offered so much, they brought Appalachian values with them, the most dominant of which was loyalty. This loyalty was sometimes played out as criminal activities against others, I must say I had trouble admiring some of those actions. Vance opened himself and his life up to expose a real family, a real life which most of us cannot understand. At one part of the story, he said he didn't even like his family or his life. The one word I use to describe this book is raw. The language is raw, the actions of the people is raw, the lives are just raw. It was like a sore that had scabbed over and just kept getting picked open. And just as it scabbed over again, it was picked at again. Spanning several generations, beginning with memories of his great-grandparents, and bringing us to the present, this book shows us that some lives are just meant to be lived. Those lives and those living them don't want to be fixed. I know this review depicts a book that most of us wouldn't pick up off the shelf, especially in this want to be mindlessly entertained or fix it culture. I think, however, we should all read this book. Picking up a book like Hillbilly Elegy from time to time actually makes us better. It allows us to empathize with others who may not be like us. Even if they choose to stay in their circumstances and not try to better their lives. It doesn't allow us to feel sorry for the characters. We actually find that we like them. To his credit, Vance will not allow us to hate his family. Any one of them, even when they do the most vile, despicable things to each other. This book came to my attention because of the recently released movie of the same name with Ron Howard. Yes, little Opie Taylor from Andy Griffith's Mayberry directing the film. There was controversy over the film because people wanted a fix for the lives of J.D.'s family. Some type of government program help. 
to his credit, Ron Howard did not soften this movie. He kept it raw because sometimes that's just what life is. I'll give you an example as I close this review. When I started working after high school many years ago, I received a 24-pound turkey for Thanksgiving from my company. I was an 18-year-old single woman. What did I need with such a big bird? I called my aunt, whose husband worked in a coal mine and was frequently laid off. They had 10 children, so I thought, great, I'll give the turkey to them. I ended up walking out of their house with more food than I left behind. She made me take a pie, canned vegetables, frozen meats. I tried to refuse, but she wouldn't hear of it. What I offered to her wasn't charity. It was a food exchange among family. Those are the characteristics I saw in J.D.'s family, and I like them, and I liked the book, and I urge you to read it. Hi, this is Howard at the Susquehanna County Free Library. Just wanted to make sure that you knew when we do our monthly podcast on our top 10 authors, or we mention any book that may be out there published, do you know that we have a bookstore in the Montrose location? Somebody recently commented on one of the authors that we talked about in our first podcast, and they said, hey, do you know that you have a lot of their books back in the donated bookstore? So these are books that are donated by members of our local community. We have volunteers that come in and sort them. They put them in a special room. We have children's books, we have fiction, we have nonfiction, and you can go back there and browse through those anytime the library is open. And we ask for a donation of $2 a book for the adult titles and children books for a dollar a piece. And again, those are just donations because we realize that some people like to read, but they just can't afford to buy those books. But next time you're in, Take a look at some of those authors that we're talking about on our podcast. Take a run back through the bookstore, and who knows, you may walk out with several, and it's only going to cost you a couple of dollars in that donation uh, to be able to support us and get some good reads. So look forward to seeing you in the bookstore, and if you do, let us know at the desk that you heard about it on the podcast. Thanks. Good reading.